Hey team, it's Sam, back with another options trading video. It's week two of the wheel options trading series, and much like my leftover Domino's pizza in the microwave, the stock market is heating up just in time for FANG earnings season. But maybe, what do you guys think? Should it really be FATANGS? Because let's be real, Tesla is riding a rocket ship straight to Mars alongside Elon and SpaceX. And Spotify just decided to take the bull by the horns in the podcast world, hoarding Joe Rogan all to themselves, and bringing TikTok star Addison Rae over to the cool kids club of long-form media. Let us vote. Who thinks we should not change the name from Fang to Fatangs? Raise your hand. One guy. Nice. Alright, since everyone else thinks we should, that settles it. Fatangs it is. From now on, Big Tech will be called Fatangs. CNBC, Jim Cramer, I'm talking to you. Does that make any sense at all? No. Alright, enough of the news. Let me catch you up on what's happened in my account since last Options Trading Series video. If you haven't watched that video, you can check it out from the link in the description or in the upper right hand corner of the video. And while you're at it, make sure to smash the like button on this video and subscribe to the channel for more options trading videos. We have some good ones in the works so you won't want to miss out. Over the last couple weeks I have been wheeling GE, KeyBank, Bank of America, and American Airlines. But last week I was like, nah fam, let's spice it up a little bit. Somebody stop me! After my shares of GE were called away, I noticed Microsoft was trading down from earnings just down the road. And I decided to sell two put credit spreads on Microsoft at the 190 strike price. I decided to take a gander at Google as their earnings were just around the corner as well. Google also trading down from recent highs, so I sold one put credit spread at the 1445 strike, grossing me $48 in premium for the collected three contracts. As the week went on, both stocks spiked up and trickled back down. As spreads are slightly more risky than the wheel, I decided to close them early for over 50% profit, or 29 total instead of 48. I continued my wheels in KeyBank and Bank of America for $38 in premium. That brought our total premium collected for the week to $67. I used the premiums collected to purchase shares of Bank of America as I believe it is undervalued, and I want to start building a position every week using the premium from selling options. Pause! This video is sponsored by, well, nobody. So since we don't have any sponsors and this channel hasn't met the YouTube monetization requirements of 1,000 subscribers yet, I want to shamelessly plug my channel and ask you to smash the like button on the video and hit that subscribe button. Because for my channel analytics, it shows that less than 10% of the people that watch my videos are actually subscribed. So I'm talking to over 90% of you hit that subscribe button. All right, now, on to this week's trades. The date is July 22nd, 2020, and KeyBank is trading right around $12, which is still under the 180-day moving average, and I'm still holding my 100 shares, which means we are at perfect spot to sell a covered call at the 12.50 strike price expiring July 31st for $15. I'll drop a link in the description if you don't know what a covered call is. I made a detailed tutorial over that, and you should definitely check it out. Now we have to fast forward to July 27th, 2020. Because on July 24th, Bank of America was trading above my $24 covered call I sold in the previous week, which means on Friday after close, my Bank of America shares were called away. This isn't our first rodeo, though. We expected that to happen. And actually, that's exactly what we wanted to happen. For the sales of my 100 shares of Bank of America, I received $2,400 because the option strike price was $24, exactly the cost basis I own the shares at. 
Now that I have $2,400 in cash on the sidelines, I can go ahead and continue my wheel by selling puts on Bank of America. Today, after taking a look at Bank of America's chart and seeing some of the options pricing, I will elect to sell a cash-covered put at $23.50, expiring next Friday the 31st. I chose to sell the $23.50 instead of the $24 strike price like I did in the past because I'm slightly less bullish on it this week, and if assigned, we'll get it for $50 cheaper. We then collect $19 in premium for the contract, and its percent chance of profit is 75%, which is great. I'll take those odds all day, every day, especially on a Bank of America. Now we have to fast forward one more day to Tuesday, July 28th, and since one of my rules for this challenge was I need to make monthly contributions of $1,000, that is what is happening today, which almost doubles my cash balance. Now, since I still like the premiums on Bank of America, and I believe in it long term, let's take a look at the options chain. After being one more day close to expiration, you'll notice that most of the call's premiums have dropped due to theta decay. I'm slightly more bullish today since we now only have three days left till expiration, and I will elect to sell a cash-covered put utilizing my newly deposited $1,000 on the $24 strike price on Bank of America. This credits us $21 in premium, and the percent chance of profit is 67%, but I don't mind those odds so close to expiration. Our current positions are one short call on KeyBank, and two short puts on Bank of America. I have a good feeling that none of these contracts will expire in the money. All right, here we are team, Friday, July 31st, the last day of the month and expiration day for our contracts. Let's see how we did. Turns out Stimulus Talk and Jay Powell and his printers were at a gridlock, much like Congress for the financial sector. They didn't care at all. Both KeyBank and Bank of America moved sideways throughout the week, which honestly is fine for us. We get to keep all of our premium and just repeat what we have been doing. Sell puts until we are signed and sell calls until we get our shares called away and then reinvest premiums into Bank of America. Since I wanted to sell those new options today, I will buy back all of the contracts for $1 each, reducing our total profit by three-ish dollars. Speaking of total profit this week, it's $49. Not a lot, but that's $49 more than last week. I will gradually take this money from selling premium and reinvest it into Bank of America shares until we have accumulated 100 shares. And then once we have those 100 shares, I will sell conservative calls far out of the money in order to generate a little extra premium. We are making our profits make money for us. So compounding our passive income through selling options. I want to do a little monthly recap since it's the last day of the month. This month, we sold 18 options contracts and collected exactly $340 in premium, which is freaking sweet. So I made $340 in one month by selling options on stocks I like to own. I am now $340 richer and it feels awesome. Bringing my total profit from selling options to $942 since May. This just goes to show that $49 per week can add up. And having high weeks and having a low week ultimately will balance each other out. There's no reason a small trading account can't produce some awesome income. I never had more than $6,000 in my account, and honestly, that was only the last week. For most of the month, I had about $5,000, which means this is totally doable for most people. Tune in next time to see me break down all 48 trades that led me to making over $1,000 selling options and letting Theta Decay make me money while I sleep. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe for more options trading videos. See you next time. Started my week on a Sunday, and then they can make it a one day. I just been ready to take off. Wait till my turn on the runway. Never be turning around, never be turning around. Hey, never be slowing it down.